next door neighbors, Willow and Lillian, spill the tea on murder, mysteries, and other things that go bump in the night. So get your favorite teacup ready, and let's get into it. Welcome to Cruelty Podcast. This is Lillian, and with me, as always, is Willow. Hello. Hello, Willow. Hi. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. You're doing pretty good. Yeah. So this is our third case in our Vampire Killers for October, Mm -hmm. and this one's a little different, and I think kind of the trajectory of this will be sort of different. You have some more insight into this case than I think I've seen in previous other attempts. I don't actually know really anything about this case. Yeah. um, Vague. So far um, in my research, not many people actually talk about the actual perpetrator in this case. It's all about the crime that was committed and not a whole lot of background. And so I really want to dive into the background of what makes this person kill. I love it. I'm here for it. I also want to take a brief moment to extend a thank you to our friends and our oh, listeners. We have such good friends already. I know. I'm really pumped about it. <laughs> thank you so much to our Patreon subscribers. Listen, it's going to enable us to buy better equipment. And I want to be able to start doing some call-in guests. Um, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we have some cool people who want to tell us some really cool stuff. True crime related and paranormal related, and I'm here for it. And I really want to be able to take live calls. But for that, we're going to need some better equipment and possibly better internet service because mine stinks. Like we've said in previous episodes, we live in the middle of the Ozarks, which yeah. is in the middle of nowhere. Nowhere. Which means that we are not anywhere close to a city. Nope. And anything that any luxuries that cities can give us like internet that like goes internet. fast mm-hmm. <laughs> and we i mean we're lucky enough in that there's um, some stable internet around here but we are paying out the ass for it and it's slow and we are both starving artists uh-huh so i mean you won't be able to tell from my pictures online but that's because i have to eat a lot of carbs because they're cheap it's not my fault <laughs> goodness <laughs> Yes, but I just wanted to say thank you guys for tuning in, for subscribing, and like sharing and stuff like that. Anything, it really helps get us out there, you know? Really, and, and you know, we've already received some stories and some comments, and every little thing that you can do that reaches out to us, um, just, it really warms our hearts. Are you going to cry already? No. Oh, no. <laughs> I've already cried about it because I, I just really... Am, oh, I'm really touched. I'm yeah. really thankful. I'm really oh. thankful that, that yeah. we can do what we love and... Share it. And share it with you guys. And you guys actually reciprocate this. And care. And care. And, and, and avidly want to be part of this with us. And we want to share the experience. Yeah, we definitely want this to be a cooperative sort of effort type of deal because we're just friends hanging out talking yeah. about stuff. Copacetic. Yeah. It's cool. Do you want to get into it? Because I want to hear all about it, please. So I I do want to preface this uh, case with uh, just reiterating the fact that I am not a psychologist. Nope. I would love to be if there were all of the money in the whole wide world and I could go to school. I would go to school to be a psychologist because I I love the brain and I love helping people through... um, 
the weird things that our brain puts us through. It's, it's a dark place up there sometimes, yeah. you know? It's and, a bit much. And there's not many roadmaps. So um, I, I do want to really dive into some of the psychology behind this person, but at the same time, I'm not well-studied. I'm just really fascinated. Yeah, and we're relaying information from your research, so it's not like you're making it up. No, no, I'm not making any of this up, but, you know... I, you know your stuff. I know my stuff. I know I know enough because I'm obsessed with this kind of thing, so... Yeah, I'm... Well, I'm ready. Okay, and um, I do want to also touch on the... Um, I'll talk more about it later, but this is going to be sort of a theme. This is... Uh, this type of psychology is something that I'm super interested in, so there's going to be many cases with this sort of theme that I will do in the future because... Well, I'm going to give you those cases because you're passionate about it. I'm very passionate about it. (laughs) Are you all right over there? (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm I'm really excited. I'm sorry. Um, But yeah, let's get into it. Yeah. So this is the case of the Australian vampire killer, uh, Tracy Wigington. Now, I've seen a lot of um, different pronunciations because it is Australian. There is no G in wigging. It's Wigginton. Wigginton. But everybody says Wigginton, so... Um, we don't know. We're just going to go with it. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Tracy's background um, actually starts with her mother... Oh, man, and again. And her grandparents. With the mother? Mm-hmm. Well, the grandparents were absolute trash. All right. The trash of the worst trash. Um, they actually adopted all of their kids. They adopted... Tracy's mother and they were seen in public as like this really well-to-do really put together couple um a family of absolute luxury the the parents had so much money um but they didn't treat their children that way great it was noted that the grandmother um used to carry around this little chihuahua like a little handbag dog I have one of those. Yeah, I knew knew you would like that part. I gotta pause and tell you, look, because it's the unofficial mascot of our podcast, I just decided this right now. Okay, I wasn't informed. No, I'm telling you now as I'm telling our friends. Bunny is my four-pound Pomeranian, and every, like, cliche you hear about the small dog, yeah, yeah. She's so cute. She is cute, but she's nuts, and she's mean. And she's not mean to me. She's just yappy. Well, she's mean to, like, people she doesn't like. She likes you. She's so cute. She does dances. She prances. (laughs) We have many names for Bunny. Bunstable. 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 Bunny. (laughs) Bunjamin. Bunedict Cumberbatch. I'll stop. Because there's, like, 20. I can only imagine. So whoever, like, in these stories has a little purse dog, I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm. Same. <laughs> and it's always the same kind of person that has a purse dog. So I know. Look, I know. I know. It's my midlife crisis corona dog. So I just tell people, leave me alone. I wear Crocs and, like, I'm in sweatpants. I live in Arkansas. I'm not bougie in any capacity. But my dog is. Yes. You may continue. I'll shut up about my dog. <laughs> I know. You just lit up and you're like, bunny. <laughs> That's my baby. It's your baby. Yes. Well, luckily, you're nothing like this woman. Um, oh, her name's Avril, by the way. Which I Avril? Mm-hmm. I, think, I, like well, I love that name. I love the name. It's good. <laughs> but, um, yeah, she treated her children like absolute garbage. Um, and so 
Tracy's mother, Rhonda, ended up moving out as a teenager and doing what normal teenager, rebellious teenagers would do. She moved out. She immediately tried to get married, got pregnant. Um, the marriage didn't last, so she same. moved back home. I did the same thing, too. Yeah, same. Um, yeah. But when she moved back home, um, Avril, the, the mother, then grandmother to Tracy, uh, was being more horrible than normal to Rhonda and kind of just like making fun of her for being a deadbeat for uh not not making her marriage last and all kinds of different things she was a terrible terrible woman just like really sanctimonious and judgy is what I'm getting very very judgy and and ruthless um so Rhonda moved out and really never saw Tracy much at all again um and this was when Tracy was three Oh, so she abandoned, like, because her mother was so overbearing and shitty, Tracy's mom couldn't hack it and left, but then abandoned her kid. Yes, exactly. Which sucks. It does suck, because I was in a very similar situation with my adopted mother, and I didn't abandon my kid. You know, I got the fuck out of there, because it was a very toxic situation, but, like, I didn't leave my kid behind. No, I wouldn't leave my kid for any reason. ever. Especially if my parents... Are abusive like that. Yeah. So, um, they ended up adopting Tracy at the age of three, and they adopted a couple more kids, and again, just treated everybody like shit. And eventually, with the abuse of the grandmother, Avril, uh, came some really horrendous abuse from the grandfather. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. His name was... Uh, George Wigington. So, yeah, so starting at the age of, like, around the age of 13, uh, or, no, sorry, around the age of 8, her grandfather started to assault her quite regularly. And, and, and I'm not going to go into many details right now about all of this, but the thing is, is that she didn't just see the normal, quote-unquote, abuse that you would see from, you know, sexual assault and then beating and, and, and verbal and mental abuse. She also was made to partake in occultic-slash-satanic-type rituals Seriously. that were really, really abused. Well, who was into that? Like, her grandparents? Her grandparents and her mother was as well. They were into the occult? Mm-hmm. Fascinating. See, now, yeah. now I'm here. I know. I knew you would really like this You see, this I'm all lit up yes, like yes, a Christmas tree I know. now. And, and again, with other occultic stuff that I could dive deeper into, I think that you would have more understanding with some of the rituals that she did. I couldn't really find too much on it, but... Now, I noticed, like, okay, so anytime there's a news report with, like, there was occult activities, they don't get specific. No, they never do. Which is a shame. But I think it's because the general majority of people don't understand anything occultic, so they're just like, it had some weird symbol. It's occult. You know, they were eating raw meat. It's a cult. Like, you know. Goodness. I know. That's not true. But, but she was forced to witness, like, animal Ooh. sacrificing and, and, and like, blood rituals and things like that. And because I mentioned I am into the occult, uh, just know I do not sacrifice any animals. I don't drink blood. <laughs> uh, it's not really about that. Right. It's like uh, my, my adopted dad asked me when I told him I was pagan. 
He was like, so do you sacrifice babies? And I was like, no. No, that's real illegal, <laughs> that's sir. That's really weird. <laughs> there's a lot of misconceptions about the occult precisely for bad reporting i just call it bad right, reporting because right. they're like oh they were into the occult and you know what they had was like an upside down star in a circle like a pentagram and exactly. like that's not even that occult really that's some yeah. like just edgelord teenager stuff mm-hmm. but i do find it interesting the parents were practicing occultists and i i I'm, I'm curious now. So yeah, you got me, you got yeah. me hooked. They, they, uh, and they were practicing some really dark, dark stuff. I mean, the dark stuff exists. I won't like deny it, but you're not going to find a, a lot, especially not a lot of animal sacrifice. in the Right. Adult, right. Unless they're making it up. And so yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with this like s- sect of, uh, quote unquote, sa- Satanism, um, that I don't think is satanic at all. Was it like Luciferian Satanism? Probably. It, again, believe- it doesn't say, but it's just, it's so dirty, dark, gross. Yeah. That it do, it's not Church of Satan, you know? So the difference between a Satanist and a Luciferian Satanist for mm-hmm. our friends is right. that a Satanist does not believe in Satan. Like, doesn't believe right. the devil is real, doesn't right. believe in God, usually believes themselves as a sovereign entity. Most of them are atheists. Mm-hmm. But where Luciferian Satanists believe in and worship the devil, who they believe is absolutely real. And that's what I think it is. Yeah, I think, I think it's that's Luciferian what they mean. Satanism. Because, like, actual Satanism, like you, like you described, I mean, I'm all for that. I'm all for putting yourself first and, and, and you know honoring yourself and honoring other people around you and and you know all that but um i'm of the belief that all forms of satanism are ridiculous (laughs) and i'm all laugh but you know hey you knock yourself out as long as it isn't you know drinking blood and killing babies don't hurt people keep your hands to yourself yeah you know yeah i mean you can worship the devil if you want i guess i don't think spicy daddy cares or likes you but i mean go ahead (laughs) It's a devil. <laughs> Don't think he gives a shit. Right. Yeah, kind of wants you to die and go to hell where you belong or something. But yeah, that's so they they did like a lot of ritual abuse, lots and lots and lots of ritualistic abuse. Were they abusing the other children too? Um, there was word that uh, one of the older adopted children ran away, and it was when she ran away that Tracy started getting sexually assaulted. Well, I want to. I want to kind of go out on a limb here and see what you think. You know the case and I don't. I'm just asking you questions because I'm so curious. Yeah. Okay. So they did the like ritualistic, like satanic occult style abuse to the child born out of wedlock. And I wonder Mm. if she seemed less to them because of that. Mm. Possibly. Possibly. Like she didn't even count as a person. She's not treating her like a person. Well, and all of their children were adopted. Yeah, but they might have not known their backgrounds because a lot of but times you don't. Most, and and I'm speaking as an adopted child as well, most adopted children true. are born out of wedlock. I just wonder why they in particular picked on her when they, that's their blood relation. As oh, a, no. Oh, no, because they adopted yeah. the daughter. They, that's yep. true. Mm-hmm. They just mm-hmm. adopted so many. I'm getting confused. It's very confusing because... Okay. And because then they adopted their granddaughter, so it's like, are they her parents or are they her grandparents? Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And her mom has fucked off completely, yes. Tracy's mom. Yes. Wow. And you can understand why. If Tracy was, was, um, you know, being abused like this, imagine what her mother was being abused like. 
Yeah, because I'm I'm just thinking like surely there was more abuse before her that was going. There was on. a lot of undocumented stuff going on. Absolutely, because sure. trust me, like you know, government agencies document things for shit. Right. And right. I'm sure there was a lot more going on. I wonder if they adopted kids for the money. I'm wondering because they had a lot of money. Like you'll see later, whenever they die. Tracy gets an extreme amount of money from their death. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. please continue. Okay. So, so the, that type of abuse started at age eight. By age 13, Tracy got kicked out of school for molesting other little girls. And she, besides that, she was also an extreme bully. She was basically taking what was happening at her house to her school. And doing it to other children. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. I mean, though, that is common from right. what I've read. Like, you like know. you don't understand. You don't understand what's right and wrong and what what is normal. You mimic behavior of your parents or absolutely. your caretakers. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So, so yeah. and, and it kind of just continues like that from age 13 on up. Um, later on, at the end of high school and um, her early 20s, she starts diving back into the occult. And then she starts practicing herself. And she's doing everything you can think of. She's reading tarot. She's um, doing different types of rituals. Very, like, low-key type stuff. I guarantee you, like, I would put money on it that it's it's likely some Golden Dawn type stuff. Because yeah. they had a lot more icky sort of rituals. A lot of sex magic. Right. Later on, that. she'll get into that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, like... That's why you don't join groups. <laughs> right. Because they just become cults. That's right. Just, well, and always, she was yeah. really into cults. Uh, or not cults, but she wanted to create her own coven constantly. And so I think that's, I think it was bridging on a, an actual cult yeah. that she was trying Literally. to start. Because, again, her mother left her. Her grandparents, um, when she was about... I think it was like 18. It was it was her late teens, um, maybe 17. Her grandparents ended up dying a month apart from each other. And so her grandparents died and left her. And even though they had been abusing her her whole life... That's all she knew. That's all she knew. Yeah. And a part of her loved them. Yep. And so when they died, um, it actually really, really messed her up. She ended up carrying a... Um, what people called a security blanket. It was actually a pillowcase that she called her bilo, and she would rub it in between her fingers and rub her face with it, and she would sleep with it. And when she went out, like even when she went out drinking and on the town, she would have it like in her bra, and like oh, keep dear. it with her. Yeah, that's pitiful. Yeah, it would. Like I know what the bilo comes from, though. I had never heard that word. Well, before. I'm, I'm happy. Please tell me. Here's some of my useless knowledge. I love it. So, Bilo babies were a popular baby doll in, like, the 30s and 40s. Okay. And they were modeled after this woman had sculpted a baby doll modeled after her stillborn baby's face. Oh, honey, I just got chills. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing. I'm not laughing at the story. I'm laughing at, at me. Yes. Yeah, yes. I know. I'm so sensitive. You're just so sensitive. <laughs> You're just so very, like, wet toilet paper. Very. That's a perfect description of my Blow heart and on soul. And just, <laughs> fall apart. Yeah. It's fine. It's cute that you're sensitive because I mash all my feelings down where no one sees. That's right. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> can see that. I cry alone. Anyway, 
Yeah, Milo babies were porcelain dolls that were kind of cast off this original sculpture based on this woman's stillborn child. She ended up selling them like all over the world. So mm-hmm. she probably at one point had like a, a Bilo baby doll. Probably. And I'm not sure what year this is. Is this like in the This 60s? is the late 80s. Less, late, late 80s. 80s. Well, her grandparents would have been really familiar. The people who raised right. her with Bilo babies because they probably had given them to their other children because mm-hmm. they were popular all the way into the 60s. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense then. Where did I learn this? I'm trying to like... Because it's very specific knowledge, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, weird. I just pulled it out of my ass. You really did. Okay, I remember. I had a great aunt named Aunt Penny. Now, she didn't say it like that. She wanted to call you Aunt Peeny. She wanted you to call her Pe- and I just wouldn't. I was like, Penny? And she's like, Peeny. And I'm like, no. Mm, that sounds no. like Penny. Sounds like penis. And I'm not going to call oh. you penis <laughs> because that's upsetting. She was dingy, you know, I would say Alzheimer's, but literally the entire time that I knew her, which was 20 years, she died when I was 20, that that woman was just beep boop dingy. <laughs> and she collected them by low babies. Oh. And she showed me. She's Bless like, do you her. know? No. This no. is an evil woman. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. All my relatives are bad. Just, you're thinking this oh, is cute. Yeah. And none of my childhood stories are cute. They're all traumatizing. <laughs> terrible. And I would look at her baby dolls, because I was like seven or eight, and I was like, oh that one and she's like do you know where she got the face of that baby and I was like no from her own dead baby and I was like all right (laughs) that's so fucking creepy yeah yeah that's that's how my brain works that's why I know that now don't wish I didn't but I do and then she told me the whole story all right continue her weird security and so she had this security blanket slash pillowcase yeah, that she well into Bilo. her 20s oh was. yeah well into the day she got arrested i'm pretty sure yeah Ooh. yeah yeah so it's a secu- it's a security pillowcase she got all tucked up into her unmentionables mm-hmm. that's named after a baby that was yeah okay yeah well wow that's some, that's some it's shit. some deep deep psychology there and it None only gets worse good. no None of it's no good. no okay so at this point, now up until this point, up until her teenage years, um, she had long, pretty hair. She wore dresses. You know, she dressed the way Very that her thin. grandparents. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as this happened, she shaved her head into a buzz cut. All right. She went complete butch, uh, wore men's clothing. Men do it. And, uh, and started going by the name Bobby. Was she a trans person? See, and this is where I want to touch on this because um, later on, I want to kind of do this a little bit more sequentially, but later on we'll talk a little bit more about it. But there was some thoughts that maybe she was actually a trans man. And I'm right. really watching my pronouns right now because up until right now, I mean, she she's always gone by she, so I, I don't really want to step on anything. Well, and there. because it's the late 80s, like, there wasn't a lot of talk about... There was no intersex. There was no non-binary. There, there was, was, but it just wasn't discussed widely, that's what I mean. like, outside yeah. of the community. No. That, um, I mean, these types of um, um, identities have happened since the, the very since first... people. Yeah, yeah. exactly. People, people have always yeah. been this way. Um, and I, I'll take it aside so our listeners can know. We are very pro-LGBTQIA+. And we're a part of that community ourselves. Yes, I'm married to a transgender man. Mm-hmm. We've been married for almost a decade. Love mm-hmm. him a life. He is an angel on this earth. Say some shit and I'll... Well, I don't know. Yes, They yep. mean to you. Yep. And I'm... Uh, 
I don't know. My sexuality is a big question mark. I just don't know, nor do I care. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's all worked out for me just fine. But I'm, I've always been very open. Um, right. And it's really sad. And so when we have a case like this where the research isn't telling us anything... And, you know, it's clear to me that she was having some identity issues and exploring her identity. We would use male pronouns if they applied. Or if they asked for them. Yeah. Um, I really, before talking about this, um, I really thought that I was going to just across the board use they, them. But you'll see later on that it might actually be accurate to use they, them. In a different sense. Okay, well, I'm. I know I'm, I'm foreshadowing for a too. lot, and but you like to do that. You tease I, me. You tease me with the stories. Verbal teases. Um, but yes, yeah, so she did go by Bobby and and dressed and acted like a butch lesbian, and that was kind of her identity at this point. Um, and and again, yes, people did question, and this is Australia, and so being a lesbian was very. Um, frowned upon and looked Wasn't down in the upon. 80s? Yeah, in I'm the not 80s. Australian. I have no yeah. idea. Yeah, they they're, actually. I think they're pretty conservative. I don't know. I think a little they, bit of both, honestly. They're kind of. I feel they kind of mirror our politics, but I think they're. I don't know. I don't want to comment on something I know dick right. about. I have friends in Australia, but oh, cool. um, I I don't really know about how. But how people it was are free to like. I'd like to know actually if you're an Australian person and you know about the politic, gender politics, and sexuality politics of the late eighties in Australia. Please drop us. Please, a line. and if you know more about this case, please tell me because I. Research Loved is scant this on this one too. I know it that. It really is. Yeah. Well, and like whenever they were, whenever um, it got brought up that she was um, touching little girls when she was thirteen, some of it was kind of speculated that maybe she wasn't necessarily wrongly touching some of them. That maybe she was actually having a little love a affair. A little love affair, and the fact yeah, that they 13 were thirteen-year-old kids girls, around. I did. I mean, that's whenever I found out. My sexuality was 13, um, definitely. You're saying it's like it was less like a molesting situation, more like a mutual exploration situation? Yeah. I'm saying it could be, and I don't want to take that away from any victims that could have been part of this. But they um, certainly weren't named. They weren't named, no. and and the acts weren't really talked about, um, but the fact that it was a quote-unquote scandalous act could be either way. Fair enough. So, anyways. Question mark on that one. Right, right, definitely. Um, but anyways, you know, she graduated high school. Um, when her grandparents died, um, it was like right before she graduated high school. When they died, they left her increments of $75,000. That shows you how rich they are because that's every child. Oh, they left that to every child. And this was multiple payments? Multiple payments. Wow. Multiple payments. Multiple installments. And I don't know if it was every year or every couple years, but she got multiple installments of $75,000 before she went in and was later convicted in 1990, which isn't very long. No. It wasn't very many years later. So that's a lot of money, I'm just saying. I mean, even for now, but especially then... (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's hard for me to... <laughs> I'm just going to say that it's hard for me to think of the 80s as a long time ago. I know. I want to cry a little bit. I know. Bit. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, I was, it, born, I was born in 1990. And no, shut up. Just I know. Shut, I know. shut okay. up. I was born in 1979. 
eat a whole bag of this. <laughs> I have back problems, okay? We've already discussed the gray hairs. Yeah. But I'm thinking of words like retirement, which I can't do for I'm poor. So <laughs> I'll be eating dog food when I'm 70. It's fine. I've accepted this. If global warming doesn't kill us first, which is kind of my retirement plan. Just you're welcome. Oh, we'll just all be dead. <laughs> yes. Together. I like that. That feels nice to me. Yeah, let's go out together. There's something wrong with me. I don't want to die by myself. Ah, oh, I should start a cult. And I'll just Jim Jones my whole cult. We can all go out together. <laughs> it's my plan. It's not. FBI. That is not my plan. I don't want to start a cult. It sounds like a lot of responsibility. And you know how I am with responsibility. You got too much. Irresponsible is the word I would use. And overwhelmed. Okay, you may continue. I've, I've, I've gone off on a very terrible tangent. Yeah, you're spiraling. I am spiraling. <laughs> Do something, for the love of God. Okay, so after she graduates high school is when she really gets into the occult. Yeah. I, I knew your ears would perk up about this. So her high school coven had kind of drifted away from her because she was doing animal slaughters and things like that. Nobody likes that. No. no. So as she, after she graduates and everything, and she kind of goes out onto her own, she starts diving more and more into the occult. She starts covering her body with occultic symbol tattoos. And she, um, she starts going to... Uh, this gay bar and starts meeting other uh, lesbians and they um, they start practicing together. Oh, is she making like a lesbian cult? Yeah. Well, look. <laughs> at this point in the story, I'm for it. <laughs> Out of high school, um, she starts really diving into the occult. Uh, even more so than ever before, she even draws or uh, carves into her the backside Ooh. of her hand uh, a pentagram with a knife, and she ends up covering her entire body with like occultic tattoos and symbols and things like that. She ends up going to dive bars, and again, she's only seventeen when she graduates, and um, but she's still able to get into like. Gay well, bars I think the like drinking that. age in Australia is lower than in the U.S. And it could have been lower at that point in time, too. Yeah. Plus, she was very tall, um, so, you know, she might have passed as older, too. Fair enough. I, too, am very tall and could get into uh, bars I'm at a young age. I'm five foot one, and <laughs> I used to get into bars all the time. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's because you were cute. That's and the only reason. makeup makes you older. It does make you look older. That's true. So when she was 17, she ended up getting her first girlfriend and falling madly in love. Her first girlfriend's name was Sunshine. Aww. <laughs> it's just so cute. <laughs> That's so cute. The, the dichotomy between the two, because she's a very, very tall, very broad woman um, with that short buzz cut haircut, you know, going by Bobby, wearing men's clothes, like just very dark, very, very dark, everything black. Yeah. Um, every all black aesthetic, obviously me too, but word. And then she has this little dainty little sunshine. You that know, is cute. It's just, it's I wish the story ended there. It doesn't. It no. actually is um the fodder for a lot of rage because Sunshine is not the person that she should have been. Um, I guess I shouldn't have said that. Maybe I don't know. Sunshine ends up cheating on her the entire time. Well, to be fair, <laughs> I'm <laughs> 
Tracy Maybe it was the very, animal sacrifice. Tracy was very overbearing. Intense. She was basic, very intense. And I'm not sure Sunshine's actual sexuality. Because the whole time they were together, like, Tracy, like, really wanted her, like, like, sought after her and was obsessive over her. And the whole time Tra- uh, Sunshine was cheating on Tracy with men. Well, she was either, you know, bisexual or in denial or something. I mean, in the times and all the pressure, there's no way we can know now. Exactly. There was a lot of pressure on people. But long story short, they ended up getting married, uh, like, the first year of dating. And they were married um, by a a Hare Krishna. Oh. Yeah. I thought it was really cute. I'm just going to say it. I love Hare Krishna. He's very adorable. I just love them. Every time I go to an airport, I'm just like, I'm going to give you all my change because I love you. (laughs) They're just a very, it's, I don't know. It's a happy religion. I mean, I don't know much about the religion. All I know is that there's flowers, there's dancing and chanting and everybody has a tambourine. The chanting is really important and they do it as they have like prayer beads and they will do the chant for every single bead, the Hari Hari Krishna Krishna. I'm not doing it right. It's an actually very specific. Right. And it's to get you in a very deeply meditative state and, like, get your vibration up. Oh, like the 144 uh, count. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's to, like, to kind of get on Lord Krishna's vibration. Okay. And so it's supposed to be, like, very meditative and very soothing and very relaxing. And I think, and to bring in positivity into your life. Mm. I don't, I just really like Hare Krishnas. Yeah. I know some people think they're a cult, and I haven't looked into them enough to know if that's true. I so. mean, most religions are, but the thing is, is if it hurts and harms people, it's bad, and if it doesn't, it's okay. I guess. I just, I'm sure some people have taken advantage of that particular sect of Hinduism, right. and they have gone bad places with it. Right. I mean, yeah. people are held bent and bound on destruction most of the time no they sure what. are <laughs> but yeah so their marriage only lasted four years yeah and, and, and i think this was before like gay marriage was legal yeah it was a very so it was under a symbolic the table. yeah, it was yeah symbolic marriage yeah, yeah, it was, which is a it shame was, it was unofficially officiated <laughs> and it's so funny you know because i think even now that gay marriage like hasn't been around that long we take it for granted already right because uh, me and my husband had to wait mm-hmm. to get married mm-hmm. like we were li- we were engaged and we had to wait a whole like two years to get married we wanted i like when he confessed his feelings for me over the internet i was like oh my god i love you too do you want to get married <laughs> and we had to wait and it was really right. sad right and you had no idea how long you had to wait either no but mm-hmm. it's so funny is that we're actually straight married Right. The lady at the at the courthouse, like, looked at his ID and then looked at him and went, uh, <laughs> just put mail. mail. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it was so cute when we moved here at the DMV, the lady at the counter said, do you want me to fix this for you, honey? Mm-hmm. The F to an mm-hmm. M on his license. I sure do. Please and he was like... You. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. That would be great. Mm-hmm. You know how Maris is. And right. then he cried in the car. So. Oh, my God. It was so cute. Oh. <laughs> Anytime Maris cries, I want to cry. It's the worst. It's, oh, no. Oh, it's awful. We're going to have, just like, I know I said earlier that my husband would never, ever, ever oh, be on. We, we talk, we've talked him into it. 
And he hates true crime because he's so sensitive that he, and he just abhors violence of any kind, especially violence towards women or children. But we're going to get him in here Mm -hmm. and do something terrible so we Mm -hmm. can just hear his reactions, which are hilarious. I have a case that I want to present to Maris. What is it? And it's the most disgusting case, and it's going to be for the cannibal month. Oh, he'll hate that so much. Yeah, if, if any of our listeners know about Willie Pickton. Oh no, that one's bad. Oh, it's the most disgusting. I, anytime I hear anything about this case, I almost vomit. So it's my little present. I have a Mary. strong constitution, <laughs> so I challenge you for Cannibal Month to make me nauseous. <laughs> Do it. Okay, back to the case. Back okay. Back. So anyways, Sunshine ends up cheating the entire time and ends up leaving Tracy for one of the men that she was cheating on her with. So this sends Tracy overboard as, as you know, expected. Cause again, everybody in her life has left her. She's abandonment. She has extreme abandonment issues. So at this point she, she spends a year completely just in depression mode. Um, she ends up going, blowing through the whole Seventy five thousand dollars in one year. Dang, I and mean, I don't I even. Do it, but. <laughs> I know me too, because <laughs> I've never had a cent to my name in my entire life. No. <laughs> but um, so she ends up getting a job at one of the gay bars in town, and um, she she I think part of her thinks that if she gets pregnant and has a baby, the baby can't leave her. Oh, no, that's terrible. It's very terrible. So she tried to impregnate herself with one of the uh, male bartenders that worked there. And and again, she's a lesbian. She does not like men. She actually hates men. Um, and I forgot to reiterate this, um, but like her whole life, her grandmother, Avril, instilled into her that men are trash, men are terrible, and they only want sex and to abuse you. Fair. So, I mean, oops. Right, but this really ingrained into her psychology. Well, we have to... This has been explored a lot, and I want to add this caveat before we go further, so nobody... I know that's not... This is not what you're doing. Right. But a lot of people have said that the only reason women have ever become lesbians is because they were abused in their childhood. That is an and extreme... Horseshit. Yes, yes, um, yes. I was abused a lot, and I don't think it made any difference... I'm actually in that group in Facebook that's uh, the fact that I am still attracted to men proves yes. that sexuality is not a choice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and I think that speaks volumes. <laughs> yes, and I'm I will constantly make tongue in cheek misandrous jokes. Misandry right. is the hatred of men, just so you all know. Um, misandry, misandry. I know, I know, but I I just wanted to say I heard it, that it pronounced way. weird uh, or wrong. Yeah, perhaps wrong. Sorry, I'm one of those. But and and all of, and all of my favorite uh, men also say that men are trash, and so there's that too. But I mean, this was instilled into her at a very young age, and then proven to her by her grandfather, by her grandfather and other men she eight, encountered, yeah, and, and probably encountered more men that way too. Boy, the cycle of abuse on this one just it's keeps really, rolling. Doesn't really it? Really sad, and that is awful. And and I don't want to. Uh, like really reiterate this much uh, too much because it can be a little triggering, but she did end up miscarrying and um, she, so in order to have sex with this man, she had to make it a group sex thing because she couldn't stand 
that whole thing with a man. So she had to have as many women involved as possible, and she kind of made it like a like a ritual. So sex magic, mm-hmm. exactly. Oh lord, but the mercy. thing is, is yeah, she ended up losing the baby, which just turned her into even more because the baby left her. The baby left her. Oh yikes! This is just like a whole cauldron of terrible things. It is things so brewing. rough. It is so rough, and I just and the reason why I'm focusing so much on this person is because of how shitty her life was like and i'm not making excuses by any means for the thing no because we can go back to caleb fairly our first case we presented our first episode right his life was really bad he had an overbearing abusive mother and was ridiculed at school right right and there's no cause for it but i do think as i tell my kids all the time that's a reason an excuse right it's good to know the reason absolutely because if we don't start breaking the cycles of abuse when we see them then these kind of things will continue Mm -hmm. on in perpetuity Mm -hmm. that was a four-letter word score right there that was a big (laughs) one and i just think that in in so many countless true crime cases and almost every single true crime case there's there's a huge missed opportunity uh for people to have gotten help yeah. For mental help to be established. I mean, heck, like, getting mental health help now is a trash fire. Couldn't have been much better in the 80s, especially under Reagan politics, for all you children who do not know out there. Um, he basically shut down a lot of the institutions in the United States, and it just put mentally ill people on the streets. And we have been suffering the consequences of that this entire time. And Reagan-era politics spread across the whole world. People thought he was such a great guy. They, like, they, they wanted to mimic his policies. But, again, I'm not too familiar with Australian politics. I'm happy to be schooled on it. But I do think that the 80s wasn't a great time for anybody's mental health. No. Not at all. Mm-mm. Not at all. No. Well, so, obviously, she went into another depression break. And so, this time, she focused on her coven. This time, she focused on her magic and um, at this point, she had collected three women uh, by the names of Lisa Pachensky, Kim Jarvis, and Tracy Wong. Now, and I, and I say these three names specifically because they will be Brought there up later. in okay. the end. All right. So, um, and there's two different Tracys, so that can be a little bit confusing. Tracy too. and Tracy. Mm-hmm. So, Lisa and Tracy Wiggington... Um, Lisa and Tracy started dating and Tracy really started to bully her, which is really sad. Uh, she started to overpower her and basically told her that she had occult powers to yeah. kind of scare her. And yeah, submission. I get that. So, so what I'm seeing here in, in the patterns of her behavior mm-hmm. is she's exhibiting abusive and controlling behaviors because of her abandonment issues right. and Absolutely. her previous abuse. Absolutely. She's recreating her own trauma in someone else in order to try and deal with it. Well, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She uh, told her that she could disappear, that she could basically, like, meld into the night, and so she could always be watching her kind of well, thing. Well, that's terrible. Really creepy like stuff. And then she sat her coven down and told them she was a vampire. Like you do. Like you do. And they witnessed her 
drinking large amounts of blood. She would actually go, I know, she would actually... <laughs> I'm making, making a face. face. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> she would go to the local butchery and get canisters and canisters of pig's blood. Oh, and just no. drink it. That is barfy. And eventually she actually put herself on uh, basically a liquid diet of blood. All blood diet. Yeah. And now I don't know, obviously, if she ate actual food it's that vampire away. lifestyle, y'all. It's that vampire lifestyle. <laughs> but I don't like it. eventually when, you know, her coven and her would start to do rituals, they she would drink from them as well. And one of the coven women actually said that one time when she was feeding from her, she ended up getting super lightheaded from the loss of blood and that Tracy was literally like... Not stopping. Like, not stopping and then like having a feeding frenzy and going crazy with bloodlust. Well... That's wretched in every possible yes, way. And the thing about it is, and, and again, I don't want to go too far astray, um, just because I'm not a psychologist and I'm not a doctor, no. but blood will make you sick. Yeah. Drinking blood will make you sick. It's not meant to be consumed in that fashion. No, 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 no. So um, there wasn't many reports on her actually getting sick. Um, I think the the times that she mentioned that she was ill, she tried to say that it was because she was hungry for more blood, but I really think it was just because she was drinking pig's blood. Yeah. And that makes you sick. But this time... Ew. She said, well, Satan... <laughs> Satan? Satan, big spicy daddy, came down to me and said that he wants me to be a destroyer. Dang. Yeah. That's specific. So, of what? Just everything? Of men. Oh. Yeah. Men in particular. She was made to kill. Basically. So Satan came up from hell and said, said hey, kill. Tracy, men suck, kill them all. Yeah. Okay. So. And, I mean, and that she, does sound like something Satan would say. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and she relayed this to her coven and kind of with the, um, with the forced idea that her and, and Big Spicy Daddy were close. Like close? Winky like, close? Like, like, like winky face close. Oh, like, they're like, are they like friends or more than friends? Oh, friends, because Big Spicy Daddy oh, is a Oh, because he's dog. a dude. Yeah, big dog. Oh, but, so. but hold on. <laughs> but Satan's not a dude, and any occultist worth their salt knows that Satan has no gender, thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah, he is definitely they, them. Well, should be calling me. <laughs> you know, he's never made his pronouns, like, known, so, like, but I'm going to Spicy Daddy is a cute... I think he likes it. I think if we could ask the devil, hey, do you like that Lillian calls you spicy daddy? He'd be like, you know what? Yeah, it's kind of cute. I'm into it. <laughs> and if I go to hell, this is why. <laughs> Amongst a list of other things. The list is endless. You know I made a cult in high school, right? Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. Not today. Not today. It's a little too on the nose, I think. <laughs> we didn't drink blood. We didn't sacrifice the animals. But yes, we may have kissed sometimes. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, she decided that she needed more blood than what her coven can give her. She needed to kill for this blood. She oh. needed to drain an entire human body. Oh. And a man would be the perfect choice because not only is it you know, a man, you know, somebody that she doesn't care about, she wouldn't feel sorry for murdering a man. Well, and Satan told her to. Satan, Big Daddy told her to. That's right. And men are easy to lure by women. 
Yeah, I mean, that's not wrong on all those counts. Right. Also, I maybe men have more blood in them. Honestly, maybe. They're bigger usually. Yeah. Depends on the month, I guess. I mean, not all men. And don't say it depends on the month. I will hit you with my car. <laughs> I'm just going to take... Y'all, I'm going to take her out into the road. I'm just going to vroom right over her. And then you can do a podcast about me, how I killed my, my co-host and best friend. There you go. There you go. More. Continue. Anyways. <laughs> so, they all get in their car. And they're driving around town. They are basically sharking. They're looking for... Sharking? Sharking. Is this they're, a word I don't know? Yeah, they're sharking. What's that mean? Like, shark in the water. Like, like... Like, you're looking for your next victim. You're on the prowl and on the, on the hunt, on if the you hunt. will. So she's called sharking. Yes. Man. So it didn't take long before they see a man by the name of Edward Bulldog. And he is stumbling around. He's dancing. He's swinging on this pole, uh, the pole to the, the stop sign. He's drunker than drunk has ever been drunk. He is extremely drunk. wasted. I'm already rooting for him because he's dancing and stuff. He seems cute to so, me. There was um, <laughs> there was mixed reports on what actually had happened at the bar prior to that. It was either he won um, like a game, like um, oh, like, like a betting game, like beer pong or something, or he won a dance competition. I really want to go with the dance competition because <laughs> oh, no. that's adorable. It is cute. <laughs> so. 47-year-old Edward Bulldog um, apparently won a dance competition, got all the money pulled, and then bought everybody Wasted. drinks. Yeah. And he was tore up. From the floor up. From the floor up. And he was dancing all over town. It was so cute. But it doesn't end pretty for him. So Dang it. And, the, and I don't want to victim blame or anything no. remotely close to that. But I do just want to extend, like, a, some remorse for his family because he had a wife and I think, like, three, five. He had, he had several children at home and a wife. And when these ladies pulled up, he, he was, was all like, about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Damn you, Eddie, I was rude for you. I know. And it, that part of the story just kind of, like, got me a little down. And... I really think that this family was hurt by this bit of information. Well, of in course. If I found mm. out my husband won a dance contest, which first of all wouldn't happen, Maris can't dance. But, but if then it tried did, to have sex. but then like wandered off to like bang a bunch of chicks, I'd be like, well, I'm glad they took all the blood out. Right, and then you find out in the media and a ridicule. Yeah, that'd be. T- I-, I think stuff like that is so terrible and sad. It really it sucks. So much. It yeah. really, really sucks. But but we don't know exactly. They might have offered him a ride. Oh no, they offered him sex. Okay. They, they really it. did. I tried. Um, I tried, Eddie. I tried. <laughs> he was looking for a cab, to be fair, but um, it was said that the quote-unquote prettiest of the group of girls got out of the car and coerced him into the car with the promise of group sex. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. So they drive him to this park where apparently he used to take his kids all the time. Oh, Eddie. Tracy takes Ed down to the water's edge um there's like a little boat shed like supply shed next Mm -hmm. to it and they start uh start to get it on and she's like okay hold on just a second i need to go get something out of the car so he he's thinking it's like lube he's like yeah or a condom or something like that 
So he takes off all of his clothes. He is a neat freak, and so he folds up everything. Even in his, like, drunken stupor, he folds up everything. That's so bizarre, but yeah, I can, I can see it. And for some reason, nobody's really, nobody really knows why, but for some reason, he ends up putting his wallet like sliding it underneath the door to the boat shed. I bet because he thought, I want these bitches stealing my wallet. Right, and that's and that that was the speculation was that maybe she was going to the car to like go rob him or something. So he did that. He had like thirty five dollars left in his wallet. So I mean, it wasn't that big of a deal. But anyways, he gets completely stripped down naked. While she's at the car, she's getting her coven together and is like, "All right, bitches, let's go." You oh, know, man. she grabs a knife. And all of the girls backed out. Her girlfriend, Lisa, um, she kind of coerced her to go down there with her. Um, but as they start approaching him, she gets real freaked out. And she's like, no, I can't do this. And she runs back to the car. Well, that's good. Right. None of the girls in her coven that were quote unquote involved were, were involved. None well, of except them Except for luring it. him into the car. They did lure him into the car. And, and, and I'll speak on it later, but they did end up getting charged to some degree. Well, good. Right. Um, but Tracy approaches him from behind. He's sitting there naked, just waiting on her. And she comes up from behind him with the knife and stabs him so far into his spinal cord that it almost completely dislodges his, uh, head. Um, she ends up stabbing him so many times. Wow. Uh, both in the neck and the back. That whenever he falls over um, on his stomach with his back facing up, his back is so far caved in that it creates a bowl-like shape. And that bowl-like shape just starts filling with blood. And that's how she Convenient for her, I suppose. You know, and what I find interesting is this is a virtual stranger to her, but usually investigators will tell you the more times a person is stabbed shows how personal it is. 20... It was, I think, 27 times. That's a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that that just shows her rage. And Well, think about the victim profile. Yeah. He's a 47-year-old male. Yep. Just like probably like her grandfather. Exactly. You Again, it. yeah, she's just continuing mm-hmm. the cycle of abuse. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah, she drinks her fill. She comes back to the car, and she's just covered in blood. And she's on this extra level of high yeah her endorphins are going she's in full rage mode she tells the rest of the girls that it feels like she has stuffed herself full like she's never eaten like that before and all the girls are pretty freaked out obviously as one would be as one would be yes so they drive back she gets cleaned up when they get back to her apartment she realizes she left her bank card somewhere Bitch. So they go back to the scene of the crime. Now, this is like 4 o'clock in the morning. They go back to the scene of the crime. Oh, no, that's they dumb. They look for it. They can't find it. And while they're searching for it, they think they hear someone. So they run back home. So, 5 o'clock that morning, Edward Bulldog's wife rolls over in bed and realizes that he's not there. Aww. He's never done this before. He always comes home on time. So she calls the police. And it wasn't about an hour or two later that the police confirm they found their body, the body. Yep. 
So they are... I find it interesting they didn't even try and conceal his body at all. They just straight No, they literally just left it there. He's butt naked. He's completely covered in his own blood and feces and all that stuff that happens after death. Thanks and for that. it was really bad. <laughs> yeah. It was really, really bad. Um, so much that, like, several reports were like, he's covered in feces. It's so gross. <laughs> you mean they reported on that? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if y'all know that, but when you die, like, almost immediately, you, you poop. poop. Every single time, death is stinky and gross and messy Brody. and nasty. Don't yeah. kill people. No. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, did they have to say that? I thought with the... Oh, come on, reporters have some dignity. (laughs) He was, he was found, like, hunched over with his back exposed, kind of, like, in a weird fetal position. Oh, I don't like that. Covered in poo, apparently. (laughs) So, um, they find him, they find his body, they find his neatly stacked pile of clothes next to him, they find his wallet, and then, um, as they're recovering his things... They find a bank card no! in his shoe. Why'd you put it in his shoe? You think it just fell out? There's so many Theories speculations as yeah. to why, how the bank card got in the shoe. Personally, my own is that it was the same bank as his. He had the exact same bank card in his wallet. And I'm assuming that, he thought, his that he thought it was his. He thought it was his. He's like, I'm just going to tuck it in my shoe. It's dark. Yeah. You know, it's, Maybe, it's yeah. four o'clock, five o'clock in the morning. Um, it's dark and he can't see. He sees a bank card. He looks thinks like it's his, his, so he just he's, he's probably in the car shoe. and he like yeah. shoved it in his shoe. Okay, well yeah. that makes like the most sense to me. What we think is that it probably fell out of like maybe Tracy's bra as she was taking off her shirt. Right, because she's putting shit in her bra already. Right. Why not the bank card also? Right. So that's how they find out that it's Tracy. Now they yeah. and at first. Based on the, the the act alone and how they found the body, they said that when they tried to turn the body over Uh-oh. to examine, the head stayed in place. That's how nearly severed the neck was the head from the body. Oh. Yeah. So the head stayed like, like where it was. Down. 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 The and they turned the yeah, body oh, over. Gross. Yeah. It was really gross. Okay. Um, but just based on how violent this act was how enraged the person could have been they believe that it was either one man or a group of men that did this act wow so when they found tracy's bank card in his shoe they didn't think it was her no they thought that maybe he had found the card put it in his shoe and, and then was attacked or and something. then was attacked yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so they called her in for questioning not expecting it to be her So they go, they get her, they get Lisa, they bring her down to the station to talk. They both kind of gave these stupid stories, like, oh, we were at the park, and we were playing on the swings. (laughs) I like your stupid voice. (laughs) (laughs) You sound like a Muppet. Oh, it was was Tracy, and it was a different girl. It wasn't Lisa. It was one of the other girls of the coven, and um, Lisa stayed home. But while they're at the police station, Lisa's just going crazy with guilt, Right. About this whole situation. And so while they're feeding the cops this bullshit story, Lisa actually goes to the cops and admits everything. Everything. Dang. Every nasty, terrible da, detail. Da, 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 dang. So they're releasing Tracy. Like, okay, well, we don't have that much information. As Lisa spills the beans. Mm-hmm. And so she doesn't even get out the door and they're like, oh, never mind. We're going to take you back in. Come back on in. Yeah. So oh, they go yeah, through rounds good. and rounds Love and that. rounds of questioning her. 
and then they put her under hypnosis. That's an odd way to question people. I, I don't think that's something we do to... Well, you know, I say that, but we do... There was many shit. sessions of questioning before the hypnosis, and they put her under hypnosis for, like, 24 hours. Like, it was a really long time. Well, that's intense. It was intense. And here's why. Give it to me. I'm, I'm, I'm so ready. Lisa... Or not Lisa, I'm sorry, Tracy. Tracy, after the hypnosis was confirmed to have disassociative identity disorder. Ah, DID. DID. Which, this is one of my, I, I don't want to say favorite, but this this disorder in particular fascinates me. It's a special interest it's of yours. It's a very special interest of mine. It absolutely fascinates me, and I want to do as many cases on these types of um, disorders as possible, just because... I find it so interesting. And for the record, there are lots of people with DID that don't kill anybody. Oh, tons. The majority. Yeah, the majority, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and often, dissociative identity disorder, or as it used to be known back in the 80s as multiple personalities right, disorder, right. was often used as a scapegoat mm -hmm. and a lie to get out of murders. And, and yes, yes, exactly. Well, I don't remember doing it. My other personality did it. Right. Yeah. And, and that's why there's so much um, testing that has to be involved there's so much, you know, weird um, beliefs behind it. Uh, the psychology behind it goes so infinitely down so many different rabbit holes that um, it's just absolutely delicious to me. But um, what, across the board, generally, disassociative identity disorder stems from childhood trauma, severe childhood trauma. Well, I mean, she's got that in spades. Exactly. So are you saying that instead of being trans, it was one of her alters that was male? That's exactly what I'm saying. But was she displaying like any other personalities, or was that kind of the primary personality There for a was while? between four and six personalities okay. that came out. And those are the ones that came out. Now, with, with this disorder, there's there can be... Infinite. Infinite. Yeah. Yeah. That stay hidden in the background. So, the personalities that she had... Um, there was Big Tracy, which is a confederate, uh, um, a confederation of all of them. Um, Big Tracy was very mean and assertive, um, and kind of just callous, very callous. To Cold. Cold. Yeah. Bobby was an aggressive 16 year old boy hmm. who protected little Tracy. Little Tracy would have been the Tracy like prior eight old to Tracy. Eight, yeah. Mm -hmm. the one, that's where it's like probably started splintering for exactly. her when the abuse began. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And, and Bobby wants to protect little Tracy from all of the harm. There is the Observer, which is reported as capital M-E, me. But everywhere that the Observer is speaking, it's reported Was as Was it me. called the Observer? Well, that's creepy as fuck. There's usually an observer archetype. Oh, in, okay. In like these. Uh, see, the, I didn't know that. They, that's interesting. The observer usually, um, it's kind of like the group counselor who will kind of corral all the, the identities, the identities yeah. kind of reign over them, watch them, um, watch their behaviors, know when to allow certain ones in and out. Because a lot of times the identities don't know about each other. Some of them only know about certain ones and, and... You know, it's kind of like the on. operating system for all the different personalities. Right. Like the old uh, pegboard operator. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I was thinking that's operating system like Windows, but you can go from that far back <laughs> if you want, you weirdo. 
Um, there's, like I said, Little Tracy, and then there's Avril. Wasn't that the grandmother's name? So she took her grandmother's identity as part of the... Avril Ew. is a terrifying, wicked, vicious woman. Goddamn. The quote-unquote stepmother archetype is what it was called. Yes. So, again, just like her just like her grandmother. Wow. Um, so it's believed that Avril was actually the one that wanted to kill the man. That Bobby... So it was kind of a... A, a group a effort? A group effort. Like Bobby Avril did the killing. Bobby. I think that Bob... I think that Avril did the coerce coercion and bo- and Bobby carried through with and it. Bobby carried okay. through with That's it to protect little Avril because little again, Tracy or yeah little yes. Tracy because again this this man to the identities resembled her grandfather so in theory they were trying to kill the grandfather right I get it so these types of cases um fascinate me because how do you condemn this killing? Well, because, you know, like I pointed out, people with multiple, exactly. you know, DID, exactly. and they have multiple systems, mm-hmm. and um, they just don't kill people. Right. And I still think that you can know the difference between right and wrong. Right. And I do think that, I mean, obviously... I, I don't think that's true in every case we talk about with certain mental conditions. I think there are some, it's legitimate insanity or temporary insanity but how did they try this case did they did the defense there wasn't much on the case itself on the trial on the trial itself Um, i actually didn't find hardly anything on the trial itself um i know that she did get out in 2012 so this happened in 1990 she got out in 2012 and i remember the footage of her leaving the jail wow Mm -hmm. she left in crutches she was a, you know, not, she wasn't that old. I mean, she was about 24 well, when this happened. we don't happened. know what kind of health problems she but had in exactly, she was, she was worn down, I'll say. Well, yeah, prison sucks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, I mean, yeah, the fact that she was even let out at all shows yeah, that's, a lot. That's actually, wow, that's wild. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that the other girls got convictions as well. And they only lasted, I think, uh, about a year or two. I think one of them got six months. Yeah, it's probably for just, like, accessory after the fact kind of shit. And they probably got let off for, you know, Cooperating, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, that case took a turn, right? Hello? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying with all these different personalities. And, 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 and as you get to know her personalities and you understand all the different things that happened to her, you understand why these personalities came out and why they ended up becoming who they are. And so... And I want to just say on the record, again, we're not psychologists, but I do believe DID is a real disorder. Absolutely. I know there's a lot of debate in the the psychology community on whether it's a real disorder or not. I ain't playing that game. I don't like medical gatekeeping. Um, So I, I, I believe people when they tell me things. Absolutely. And there's yeah. there's a few cases that um, that I really love that I do want to uh, talk about it eventually, um, where and and there's one where it's like this, the main, the main person, the main identity had no idea that he committed the crime at all, and whenever he found out, like they his other identities would would put him to sleep as he said for months on end. Wow, that's interesting. And he and he woke up not knowing the atrocities that had happened. And so I'm wondering if that happened in this case. I feel like 
and this is going to sound shitty to me, so bear with me, but mm-hmm. I feel like as far as she's concerned, um, all of her identities were dicks. Except for little Tracy. Well, yeah, but they were all acting to protect little Tracy. Right. And, but I feel like, I, I just really feel like that all of them were abusive. Right. Even her main, like her, the main personality and then Big the Tracy. offshoots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, they, they all seem to be very uh, violent. And, you know, there can be comorbidities and mental illness. You can have more than one. Right. And it's a shame there's not anything on the trial because that would have been really interesting to find out. Um, now, there was yeah. a little bit of information afterward. Um, I didn't get a whole lot um, just because 2012 really wasn't that long ago. No. But she did show extreme remorse, obviously. So she's gotten help she, while she, she definitely has gotten help. Oh, when she that. came out, she I think she was wearing, like, I know she was wearing really bright pink. I think it was, like, a tie-dye shirt or something like that. And she had blonde hair, like, her natural hair color. And so... It, just the visual so clearly she's happened. back to like a more feminine presentation so she wasn't trans it was that the one of her identities was masculine exactly male. exactly okay so mm-hmm. i want yeah i'm glad we cleared that up because it it was worrying me same. i want to get the pro- yeah, pronouns right same same even if you're the perpetrator or like the victim i don't want to mess up pronouns well, ever and that's why i said they them could work because there was multiples yeah i got it yeah. <laughs> In that case, it wouldn't be the singular then. No, no. Which is a valid pronoun. It Y'all very quit much is. Acting like you don't, because you'll no. say, "Hey, uh, you know," Mary might say, "When is Willow coming over?" Well, they're coming over later. Yeah. Come on, we've been using I don't. It I don't know how many of my friends. I couldn't even begin to count how many friends I have that are non-binary. So, well, our producer is non-binary. There we go. William. There's one. Yeah. So, and I do mess that up sometimes just to let let you all know, but I'm working on it. Yeah. I'm working on it. Yeah. I'm trying. It's it's her kid and it just happened. It's easy. because I don't have a good word to replace son. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said her kid. They yeah. are not a kid. Like true. Will will be 19. Right. And I mean, yeah, a kid, but I, that feels condescending, especially when you're having the person produce your podcast because <laughs> you know what the fuck you're doing. Right. And so I want to, you know, give them the respect for that by not calling them a kid. And offspring sounds stupid, so I need to find. I use that word jokingly with mine. Offspring. Offspring. A drink. <laughs> but it makes me sound pretentious. Yes. But you know, who are we kidding? I sound pretentious every time I talk. Cause I like big words. And I cannot lie. I was about to say that. I beat you to it because I saw you perk up like, ooh, I'm going to say it. But then I ruined it for you because it's the friend I am. Thank you. Wow, that case was really good. Right. Thank you for telling me about it. Yeah. Thank you for listening. I really, um, I really had some strong connections in that case. I really wanted. Yeah, I felt we both had some special interests in that one. We did. We really did. One of these days, I do want to get into, I do like a whole... Like, maybe Patreon episode on the occult. Because I feel like there's a lot of misconceptions. Especially with these edgelord killers who are like, I'm in the occult. Oh I'm like, God. are you, though? The fact that there's so many, quote-unquote, satanic killings just drive me crazy. Yeah, a lot of killers are satanic or worship the devil. I just don't think... You mean to tell me this ancient beyond-time entity... Wants you to kill your dad. I just don't think he gives a shit. If he's ancient and beyond time, 
He can wait. wait. He can yeah. wait for your ass and your dad. Yeah. Like, he's fine with that. And I'm pretty sure just the thrill of watching but, you die. But I fun. will tell you this, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, I love this so much. I've been doing a lot of research on the occult and various phenomenon lately. And I want to say, like, these entities don't care, mm-hmm. but they do. Like, petty bitches. Like, we're their 90-day fiancé. <laughs> Maris watches that show, by the way. He forces me to watch a lot of reality television. He does. He listens to like 420 Day Fiance, that podcast about it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not into anything that much. I mean, I listen to true crime podcasts. Yeah. And I listen to like Behind the Bastards and stuff. But like, not about a show that I watch. Not about some reality TV Mm-mm. crazies. So I'm going to give us a little business at the end mm-hmm. of, of this episode, which was damn good. I'm, I would like to say that I really enjoyed this one. Thank you. I was fascinated. I, I was fascinated researching this one. I learned yeah. some shit today. Too. And that's always fun. I feel like I got a new wrinkle in my brain or something. Hey. You don't get Shut wrinkles up. in your brain <laughs> when you learn something. That's not true. Just like people say... Oh, I thought you were saying you don't have any wrinkles in your brain. <laughs> it's smooth as a baby's bottom. No, you have some. One or two in there. A couple. At least one in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> You got me off on a tangent now, and I don't know what I'm doing. So, yeah, um, we're going to have another case. It's the Sacramento vampire. Mm-hmm. Well, he's awful, and I'll be doing that one. And we're going to definitely do a listener dis- listener discretion is advised, because it's just gross yeah. and violent and terrible. And I feel we're going to need another palate cleanser after that nonsense. So I'm gonna tr- I think we're going to do a vampire folklore episode. Okay. So really pumped. Yeah, I love folklore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Folklore's pretty. I'm good. into it. Are Are you into it? I'm into. Are it. you into the vampire lifestyle? Vampire lifestyle. Okay. <laughs> I can't handle it. It's too <laughs> stupid. Well, thank you all for coming and hanging out with us tonight and listening to us talk about terrible, horrible things. We love you. We love you. I don't have a good ending yet, so I'm just kind of <laughs> just trying on some things. I thought about. We love you. That's a little creepy, (laughs) but I do. Don't judge me. Or, you know, maybe, bye-bye. I don't know. We'll figure one out along the way. (laughs) Thank you guys for coming and showing up and... Like, follow, share, talk All to that us. Good stuff. Visit our Patreon. Yeah, comment. For easily $5 a month, you can hear way more of this shit. Way more. Way yeah. more. We, we put... Equally, if not more, on our We're having account. so much fun. So much. So much. That all we want to do is this. Mm-hmm. To the detriment of many other things that in my life. But it's fine. That's right. It's fine. Well, until next time, good night. Good night. Find us on your social media platform of choice. Linktree slash cruelty has all of the links. Check out our Patreon for exclusive episodes, merch, ad-free episodes, live ghost hunts, and much more. Please be sure to subscribe. New episodes are uploaded weekly. Thank you so much. See you next time. Music and production by Willie B.